Food Court. The movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, we eat shit. We eat a little shit. John, John, how are you, friend? Well, Sean, it's been a long time. Really? What happened? I have bad news for you. Oh, no. You and I are being held in contempt. This is the very first ever edition of Food Court Held in Contempt. We're recording the podcast live. It's horrifying. Yeah, it's it's especially bad for you because you usually love to say a few racist things. Yeah, and I cut them. They cut them out after we do it. So it's I like practiced. I practiced not saying the c word. <clears throat> <laughs> Which one? I uh, Caucasian. Okay. I practiced not saying the n word. That's a real. That's one of the worst ones. That was good. I was doing fine, and then I watched Office Space, and I sang uh-huh. along. To some of the Ghetto Boys songs, I think I think I went nuclear. That counts, yeah. That definitely counts. I'm, you could not do that. Yeah, I can't do that. So I'm back. Like it's kind of like uh, there's racist anonymous, and I had to turn my chip back in. Oh I'm no! Thirty six hour chip. So I'm back to square one. But we are in fact podcasting in, and we're even we're live on Twitch TV slash Food Court uh, Movie Podcast. Exactly. There's no uh yes. in there. It's just Food Court Movie Podcast. But we're going <laughs> to do it. We're going to try to do it live. Uh, we have at least a person in we here. One? That's incredible. We have two people in our uh, Twitch chat. If you're uh, I'm, I'm, to I'm honestly podcast. almost moved to tears. It's almost moved to tears. Oh, our very special guest who was supposed to be on the show and who's probably most responsible for us actually podcasting, comedian Josh Lewis, is in uh. there. We love Lou Dog. He was supposed to be on here. If I could figure out how to get more people onto an OBS stream with Skype, I would do it. If you're listening or watching and you understand how this works, <laughs> just please let us know how technology works because we do not know. I'm getting to the point where I can animate graphics. I can do some really? things, but getting that extra guest, that's just beyond my kin. I can't do it. But Maybe Sean, I'll... luckily yes. we are probably going to start this journey with the most food courteous movie that we saw all of last two years. This is a movie that I think we've talked about on the podcast more than we've talked about the movies we've talked about on the podcast. Yes. So, the, so the reason I was like, well, we have to do upgrade <laughs> is because I'm in. So I have another past. I have another podcast. It's about basketball called Fast Break Breakfast, and I have a chat section in our in our Slack chat that's dedicated just to movies. And I assumed, talking about Food Court in there, that we had done Upgrade and was trying to find the Upgrade <laughs> episode to share. And I'm just scouring them all. And finally, I think uh, uh, listener Joe Yoder said, no, you guys have never done Upgrade. <laughs> we ain't done it. We just talk about it every episode. Just anything reminds us. We, I think we it don't even, see some movie. I think it was even my number one picture of that year. I think it, it was, was my number I one. I think it was my... Two or three. It was way up there. You were logical thing. about it. I let the genre grime get to me. Take it's me so deep. Gross. But since this is no longer a movie podcast about actually going to the movies, we're we're gonna we're gonna zag and zig a little bit and change the format slightly. But by Jove, we will still talk about upgrade tonight for at least 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Sean, give me your summary judgment. Tell me what upgrade is about. And also oh, tell okay. me, what differentiates it from the Tom Hardy film Venom? Oh, uh, well, uh, I'll answer the second question first. Um, there is no difference between it and Tom Hardy's Venom. 
essentially the same movie, um, just different in quality. That's really the only difference. It's essentially the same leading man. The same thing happens to them. Uh, it's just Venom isn't quite as good, and Upgrade doesn't have any Eminem songs. So what's amazing though is like even the casting is like Tom Hardy light. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking that as I was watching it, I was like trying to put myself in a pre-Upgrade world and thinking like. Oh, there was a time when I saw this trailer and I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. I guess they couldn't afford Tom Hardy for this movie or right. something. Do you think it was a trick? Do you think it was a dastardly trick? Just a trap to get us to watch the movie? Well, I mean, if I watched a preview, like first time I saw like, uh, what's the horrific Aliens sequel, sidequel with the Blue Men group in it? Oh. Prometheus. Um, the first time I saw a Prometheus trailer, I was like, oh, balls, Tom Hardy's in this? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and you think maybe that's what they were going for with uh, this casting? Although, honestly, is it, I believe it's Logan Gordon Green. Is that correct? Uh, Logan Marshall Green. Logan Marshall Green. He is really good in this. He is very good in it. But continue with uh, your summary, as it Oh, were. yes. So, sweet, sweet Logan Marshall Green. You know, he's just an old-fashioned dude. It's the not-so-distant, semi-dystopian future. And he's he's with his true lady love, but you know what he likes? He likes getting down into the car and fixing it up. He's a grease monkey. He's analog. <laughs> yeah, man. He doesn't have a computer. Or he doesn't even know what swiping is. He uses mini disc. <laughs> yes. I met my girlfriend a, IRL, mofo. He's got a VHS uh, <laughs> player inside of his garage. He's doing that stuff. And, man... He knows this special man. <laughs> he knows a tech billionaire, and he fixed his car. That we'll, we'll get back to that later. Should I warn them that there will be spoilers in this podcast? It seems like there would have I to mean, be, right? Th- uh, it's, a, it's, it's love in the time of war and cholera and spoilers at this point. Everything yeah. is spoiled. We know the Everything ending of was- this movie that we're in right now. We all die of COVID-19, <laughs> yeah. or we get bombed into oblivion, or we try to like open up our bodies and spray disinfectant or UV lights on the inside, or, yes. I mean, we know yeah. the, end is, the end is now, the end is nigh. Let's yeah. spoil away. Okay. So you will be spoiled. <laughs> Just know you're going to be spoiled as cra- like crazy. And uh, old, old Logie, what is his name in the movie? Gray is his name in the movie. You know, he and his wife are on a nice ride home in their electric car, but these darn electric cars, they got a mind of their own. Right. It takes them to a shitty neighborhood, and man, you don't want to be in a shitty neighborhood in whatever futuristic city they're in. Elon Musk uh, hates this movie. Of course, yeah. He hates this movie. <laughs> yes. It's it's all the possible things that can go wrong with AI. Lizard uh, cr- user Lizard Cricket has requested that we don't spoil anything. Oh, but no. Lizard Cricket, I'm sorry. I don't know how to talk about this movie without it. We won't spoil the crucial moments. How's that? Okay. We won't spoil. We're, we're gonna we're gonna not spoil one key thing. Just the very end. And it might be like a Jay Davidson crying game scenario. You won't know. <laughs> if there's a hermaphroditic dong in here, you won't know. You'll never know about the huge hermaphroditic dong. Here's a spoiler. There are yeah. no other movie stars in this film. No. <laughs> I mean, Logan Marshall Green is barely a... I mean, he no. has been in famous movies, right? But I don't know what they are. Prometheus. Promethe- he was in Prometheus? Yes. Oh, you got me. Sorry. I was I was tricked. I was like, wait, Tom Hardy wasn't in... Ah, now I finally understand. I like it. You, you, you just pretended to understand what I was going for and just went uh, right through it. I like it. 
I support you. I'm here for you. Uh, so they get fucked up. Their car gets fucked up. A man, uh, a group of bad boys murder his wife. Oh, fuck. And you know what? They also cripple him irreparably. He is from the neck down. He ain't got shit. It's right. sad, sad, sad. But luckily... He's almost okay. Brian songed. Not quite. He's very close to Brian songed. He's, yeah. he's, he's Drozdoft. He's Darren Droz Drozdoft. Yes. He can do some neck stuff. Right. And that is about it. He can and emote. He can, he can yes. emote. He can puke. Yeah. And that's, he can still... I don't know. Is that how it works? I mean, if you're... I guess your inner workings are still working even if you don't know they're working. I know nothing about being a paraplegic. I learned from Christopher Reeve that uh, you can still have a child if someone plays with the silly putty that is your dong. Yeah. Long enough. Extracts. Just milk it. Ex- extracts, yes, the, the baby batter, as it were. You can still have a child, yeah. apparently. That's beautiful. But, How does, uh, the, does the penis get hard? You will believe a man can fly and have sex <laughs> while paralyzed. That's so romantic. <laughs> but old, old Gray, he's, hang, he, you know what? He's got an old friend, really one of the only other characters. There, this, is, this is a low-budget movie, so you know that every character is essential. Because right. they don't have enough money to pay for even any other cursory character. This is the Blumhouse way. Yeah, it's, we've got these four people, and they are all the main characters, and we'll hope you like them. Uh, so his tech billionaire friend... Uh, fixes him up with STEM, wink, wink, get it? I don't know if I do. STEM technology. <laughs> I'm not sure I do get it. Is it like stem cells? Is that the... Yes. Point? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> and, and he fixes him up until he's a big, strong boy. And and then it's just revenge. After that... He's, like, just... he's like Batman, but his cover, yes. instead of millionaire Bruce Wayne, is paralyzed hobo Bruce Wayne. Yes. It's Which, really when you think about it, is cover. a way better cover. Yeah. Because Millionaire Bruce Wayne, not that great of a cover. No. If I see someone flying around in a Lambo that has machine guns turreted to it, my yeah. first line of thinking as, as the, the, the obese Columbo that I might be <laughs> uh, is, that dude's got money. <laughs> He's got enough money to have various batarangs, smoke bombs, yeah. sprays. Uh, and and after that, it's just nonstop revenge. Right. He kills everybody. He finds out secrets, and he murders everyone he meets, which is only like four or five people. But still, he brutally murders them. If he weren't so affable, this could have been played by like a Coburn or a Lee Marvin. If it was a back in the day. That's true. Yeah, it, it does have a, a Robo Death Wish kind of feel to it. Like we've we've long since stopped uh, using uh, actors who resemble. Uh, anything close to like having testicles like we we're like firmly and like i don't know when it started is like after i guess we got tired of pacino's like nose growing from cocaine abuse like the yeah. caprio ladyboy era has been here for some time and we yeah. just got like really smooth like our guys have like they have those muscles at the bottom of their abs like the yeah. divot thing like you know you don't get like the 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 bronson like muscles on top of muscles thing anymore we have like <laughs> We, I mean, honestly, we have we have guys I'd like to get down with. We have guys that make me question what what, what I'm about. That's the movie roles that we're after now. But sexy boy. But hey, I like this guy. I think he did a good job. Um, I think he's amazing. The effects in this film are really amazing, considering the budget. The way they d- directed the action, 
where he's not really in control of his own body because Stem controls his body, yes. is perhaps like that's what get got you in the theater. Oh yeah, like you saw that and you're like, okay, this might be, be like a, a chintzy but good action movie. Have some good action scenes. Yeah, seeing it in the trailer, I was like, what kind of fucking game changer is this shit? Right. This is awesome. Yeah, and as it turns out, it's just a little bit of ingenuity. But the movie is actually like a crackerjack of a genre picture. Ah, uh, it's I I was struck watching it again today by a few things. Uh, we can get into our euros and low main soon, but one of the main things I was struck by is like. Okay, it's like kind of a cruel movie. It like keeps setting you up and then knocking you down. And it's a brutal movie, which is something I f- always forget. I've watched it three or four times in my home. Right. And I always forget how brutal it is. Like there how is a death there is a jokerish death yes. where like the edge of a knife turns someone to like a, a Beetlejuice, like a like a, it's like yeah. when Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis were contorting their faces to scare like <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey, and Catherine O'Hara out of yes. their house. That that it gets done to someone. Head. It's it's fucking rough, man. It's so brutal. It's rough, but it's done in a way that's like more like you look away for a second, but then you give your buddy a high five. It's yeah, not it's like done. It's not breaker. like it's not like irreversible rough. No, no, the murders are so quick, but they're so fun, but they're so rough. Like people are definitely getting their head cut off. Right. And blown off, and, and there's some there's some slammed. lighthearted there is some lighthearted torture in this film. That's true. <laughs> it's just adorable, adorable torture. But I, I feel like now that we've seen the Invisible Man and we've seen mm-hmm. Upgrade and we've yes. seen the Saw movies, I think we've yes. got Lee Wannell pegged. Lee Wannell. Lee um, Wannell. He uh, he makes uh, sexless, mm-hmm. jaunty romps through. Pseudo-science pictures, genre pictures. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And you know yeah. what? I'm down for it. Because Sexless, right up my alley. I'm you streaming like on that. Twitch right now. I'm practically an incel. <laughs> oh, well, Lizard Cricket asked if we, if we see Saw. If we saw Saw. Which oh, I saw, saw the first Saw. I saw the first Saw. I have not seen any other Saws. I've seen the... How many re- Saws have you saw? Two? Because I saw the I saw the Jigsaw reboot where he's dead but he's not dead or some shit. I don't know. You've seen two saws. Yeah. I've seen one saw. I've seen highlights of other saws. I've watched YouTube videos of saw theories. I don't know why. <laughs> but I am down for the Saw remake as executive produced and starring Chris Rock. Spiral. Spiral? Is that what it's called? I believe so. As I say it, it sounds wrong, but I think it's called Spiral. <laughs> Why would you call it? You gotta. They should call it some other device. Yeah. Uh, circular. Circular. No, that's that, that's kind of spirally. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't have any good names for it. Fuck. John, do you Def have a jam? Big plan comedy here? presents Saw. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hosted by Chris Rock. Bigger and uh, Sawer. <laughs> do you have a beef lamb year of this picture, John? Okay, so this isn't my favorite part of the movie or my favorite thing in the movie, but I feel like the John Waters-esque uh, henchman who leads like the crew of baddies yeah. needs to be, A, seen to be believed, yes. and B, applauded for being a uh, left-of-center, in many ways, baddie. Yes. I, he... I think he, he's, he was pretty fun. I, I thought that that was going to be like a breakout performance, because Upgrade, I feel like, did pretty well. I feel yeah. like the word of mouth on Upgrade was quite good. 
But yeah. I have never seen that guy ever again. It's not a breakout performance for anybody in it, though. I think pretty much everybody in it is quite good. Do it's just nobody cares. Does Blumhouse use dying actors and pay them nothing and just give them a chance to be on celluloid forever? Is that is that how they get actors? It's possible because they, I don't. I never saw any of these people ever again. Like the 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 billionaire tech billionaire uh, of the Lady Boy Persuasion, very good looking. I figured he'd be like Martin Scorsese's next boy toy. Never saw him again. No. Logan the, Marshall the Green. Where is he? What happened to him? Detective anywhere? Yeah, is he in the next season of True Detective? I hope so. <laughs> what happened to these people? I have no clue where they are. They're all dead. I have like about a thousand euros of the picture. Uh, first, I do want to make a general note uh, of anger. I want to let the world know that I'm pissed off that Upgrade still doesn't have any sort of Blu-ray release of any note. Right. They've got one Blu-ray release. It's got only the movie. Does it have any features? No, it doesn't even what? have a fucking commentary. No. So if, I want to hear if, Lee Wannell talk about how he did all that. So yeah. you take the knife? That's not a knife. <laughs> okay, I'll stop before <laughs> I go any further. But yeah, there has to be commentary. We need features. I want so many features. So if somehow Arrow Video or somebody is listening, Shout Factory, just Come on. give us give us the features, please. Please give us the features. Uh, also, I want to say, um, B-Flam Euro, number one. There's like a thousand. But number one is uh, a specific part of Logan Marshall Green, which is the way he moves. Right. I think the, like, the transition into stemmed uh, gray... Right. is amazing like the way his body moves there's times when his like shoulders move without his head and just kind of stuff that maybe is simple i'm i'm not an actor so i'd have no clue if your head moves easily it's but it's the finest taken over by a robotic cybernetic organism performance since peter weller and robocop yes yeah it's incredible it really is he's so good he looks like he's got a robot body i think is he can a- probably do a mean robot dance oh i bet he does i bet he does and I and there's just these moments like there's, I mean most of the movie is him not being in control of his body, and like you really get a sense of that. Like there's these right. moments when his body will push him forward, and you're like, oh shit, it looks like it looks like he can't even control his damn body. I love that. It makes uh, looking like a cybernetic organism has crawled up your ass and taken over your body. It makes it look quite fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. Uh, there is a, a fun part about it that is um, he's always frightened by the murders he's doing. Oh, yes. That just remains funny. It's like a continuing bit throughout the movie is his I, body keeps killing people. And I he put in the top right corner of our stream here the, the look on his face whenever his body does yeah. anything. That's yeah. the look he gets on his face. Yeah, he, he hits somebody in the head with a plate and he goes, oh, oh, it's oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, he's actually grossed out, which is great because it is. There's a lot of like gross out humor is not the right word, but gross yeah. out effects in this film. There's yeah, plenty of that, and he uh, he is properly grossed out, justifiably gross. I mean, yeah, there's a part where he's cutting up some guy's face, and you're like, oh, I would be horrified if I looked over and saw a man with his face just shredded up. So was his physical acting as good as when Tom Hardy's alien symbiote took over his body in the seminal film Venom? Mm. I think that maybe for the only time ever, Logan Marshall Green is better <laughs> in this. 
I mean, probably never, ever in any other movie forever. I know but. we're not supposed to be talking about Venom, but we have to bring up that Tom Hardy's voice that he does as Venom is not nearly as insane as the voice that he does for his regular human character. This cannot be overlooked. He sounds like uh, yeah. He sounds like Christopher Walken mashed up with the Joe Piscopo I'm from Joyzy character. Yes, he it, sounds exactly like it's that. It's actually kind of torturous. And he lives in San Francisco for some reason. Logan Marshall Green just has like somehow has good uh like sweet pair like quadriplegic abs. I don't yeah. know. How do you do that? It's hot. Uh but he did grow a ferocious, I'm depressed and suicidal quadriplegic beard. Yes. Which uh props to that. I think also uh, wait, let me get a few more euros in, then I'll, wait, no, okay, a few more euros. One, we were, we were watching the feature film Chopping Mall on Friday with Joe Bob. As you and, do. um, and we were talking about favorite head explosions, exploding heads. Scanners, obviously, is way up on the list. Chopping Mall's pretty good. There's some good ones in Dawn of the Dead, but the exploding head in this one is also pretty awesome. Yes. And he, he breaks a man's arm and he makes him blow his own head off. As With his own handgun. His own hand cannon. His own handgun, yes. Wink, handgun. The gun. secret to that gore is the the lower jaw. There's a lot of jaw horror in this movie. This is jarer film. As I recall, it was a jarer film. Yes. Um, Josh from Tennessee asks, I think this is an important question. Okay. Y'all think Stem makes him pound his pud to stuff he ain't into, like other machines, toasters, etc.? <laughs> Maybe. I mean... So if I were to pound my putt to a device, a an, an electronic device... Sure. I don't think toasters would be what I'd be into. I mean, I understand there is an opening. There is a vagina-like fissure. Sure. But that's not what revs my engine. However, okay. the cars in this film are kind of sleek and sexy. Yes. And I might the have cars to, are hot. And I'm sure they don't have tailpipes since they're probably... Like, uh, all Elon Musked out, but I think I could find a way to, uh, impregnate that car. Now, this is a counter theory. Right. Um, so, Stem, in many ways, is trying to be human. That's, that's why he wants to be all up in that body, is because he wants to be human. As the philosopher Rob Zombie once said, more human than human. (laughs) And Rambam, biggadongadong, biggadongadong. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think I think Stem would be like, yeah, let's look at some human porn. What is human porn? I've been looking at robot porn my whole life of being a Stem. Let's look at what do naked women look like? What are their parts like? Oh, do they do they smell? <laughs> That's what he would be. I just give you the requisite uh, dead silent after. What are their parts like? Thank you. Thank you. There's a ram. There's like a random access memories joke in here somewhere, but I'm just gonna let you keep naming euros until you run out of steam. Okay, uh, I think this is my final euro. Uh, though there are a thousand other euros that we'll probably get to. Um, uh, cam the camera bits. This is another right. reason I want to watch special features about this movie. Right. It's like okay, there's these moments where he's doing like a cartwheel, and the yep. camera cartwheels with him, which I assume is. Partially real and partially faked. Sure. Right? I, I think they they probably filmed it and then they made it steady. I feel like most of the technology. best effects now are partially real and partially faked. I think that's like, probably There's some practicality to it. And he does the same in Invisible Man. There's yes. A, there's a lot of practicality to it. And I think that's what sells 
the actual movie effects because yeah. they're not just CGI'd into oblivion. They it's interesting. I was watching Total Recall recently, like you do. Oh yeah, as was I. And the effects in Total Recall, I think, are about as good as they get. They're amazing. It's between that and the thing to me, and they're both done by Rob Bottin. And uh, there is, I love it when your green screen goes out and it's just pure food court. And we have to mention that I'm supposed to have like aquariums <laughs> from the aquarium restaurant behind me, but I screwed that up somehow. And I'll have a green screen next time. But back to Rob Bottin. Yes. And the genius of his effects and the genius the of, way, of upgrades effects is that I'm watching them and I can tell that they are not 100% real. Sure. However, I'm so entranced by the the glory of the artifice and the 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 sheer the artistry behind the craftsmanship behind this effect yes. that just because I can tell that's not really Arnold's head, I'm more like wow, Arnold's head looks so cool and realistic. I still have that sense of childlike wonder that is the sense of pure cinema, as opposed to like when it just kind of looks real and looks like a, a video game, as it were. Uh, you're sure. just kind of like it just kind of gets the emotions of it get swept under the rug. And, you, and there, there are no emotions then. You're just like, yeah. okay, this is happening, but it's I'm not blown away by it because everything looks amazing. Every damn thing looks amazing. Whereas with this, or like the first time you see a, a TIE fighter explode, you're like, how yeah. the fuck did they do that? Yeah. And that's yeah. what, you know, when you walk into a cinema, and that's what we're missing so badly right now with no oh. theaters, and it, it kills Sean and I to have to fake the food court. And we sure. weren't going to do it, but it's t- lasting so long. <laughs> that we're forced into this. We have to do it. Because Josh Lewis demanded it. <laughs> and plus we just need to interact with each other and our friends who we do the show with. Um that we're back here doing it. But when we walk into a movie theater, the the premise of this show is Sean and I will see anything. Yeah. And we're like entering into a social contract with these filmmakers to so just wow us. Blow our minds. Yeah. Do it exactly. to us. That's all we want. And that's stuff like Upgrade where, yeah, I don't know how he's doing it. They're moving the camera, and then there's got to be some kind of stabilizer going on electronically. Yeah. But some, they're doing something neat and unique, and oh, I want to yeah. know how. Yes. And that's that's the magic of movies, and that's also the magic of special features, which we need on our Blu-rays and Doovdas. We need them. Uh, two things about Total Recall. Okay. Now that, now that we're into Total Recall. You mean three things. Uh, three things about, right. uh, in addition, yes. <laughs> our two, our, yeah. <laughs> three sweet boobs right. about Total Recall. Uh, I love Paul Verhoeven. Everybody loves Paul Verhoeven. But uh, the features for both RoboCop and Total Recall are amazing because yes. he calls Rob Botin Robotin. <laughs> and like the first time I was watching the RoboCop one, right. he kept saying Robotin. And I was like, what is he talking is there like a sequel to RoboCop about a teen robot or something? Like I had no clue what he was talking about until like my mind came together and went, oh, Rob Botin. <laughs> Robotin. Robotin. Uh, also, I was watching, this is way off topic, Alien. This is another, this is not a quite as much of a, uh, a uh, rubber effects movie. Right. But the miniatures in fucking Alien right. are unbelievable. Yes. Just shit like that. You watch it, you're like, man, that's just cool. Just just give me cool shit movies. This, this movie kind of reminds me of Aliens. Yes, yes, Because yes. Aliens, Alien 2, is not that uh, big budget of a movie as you think. 
It just yeah. appears as, to be so, but it's it's not on the level of the first Alien. It's a fairly low budget movie. But you brought up where I'm going back to Total Recall. Okay. And by going back to Total Recall, I really mean I'm going back to RoboCop. Okay. Because I watched an interview with Kurt Wood Smith, and then I, I I keep wanting to call him Abel Ferreira, but his name's Miguel Ferrara, I think, right? Yes. Miguel Ferreira and Kurt Wood Smith are talking about the infamous "bitches leave" scene yes. from RoboCop, and yes. how that scene came to be is that both Paul Verhoeven and uh, the the DP is is that Jan de Bon on 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 RoboCop? Maybe. Um, they both are not native English speakers, and. Uh, they're like, they're like, well, they need to get rid of the, the lady, but we don't know what to say. So like, um, just say bitches leave. And like Kurtwood Smith and uh, Miguel Ferrara are like dying. And yeah. they're like, and they're like, and, they, and, they, and he turns to him. He's like, uh, well, why are you laughing? Uh, everything's fine. He's like, you would just say bitches leave, right? And they're like, yes, yes. <laughs> bitches that's leave. What say. And thank God yeah. that they left him bitches leave. Uh, because bitches that's leave one of amazing. the great uh, lines in all cinema history. We should probably get to... And I can't imagine there are many. The Lomans. the the uh, the low the low the low main low man of the totem pole. This is our least favorite thing about the movie, or the thing that ruined the movie for us. If it got that bad, for me, it's it's very minor, and it's even kind of funny. Okay, but the nanite sneeze attack, yeah, is a little much, <laughs> and I, I it may be unnecessary. And we talked about how great the other effects are. These effects aren't that good. <laughs> no, it's take not that it. great. There's a part it's where he sneezes great. nanites into a bartender's uh, face, and then I really, I guess now it makes perfect sense, and now it's quite hor- horrific Yeah, uh, in present day. But at the time, I was like, this is silly. How can sneezing on someone uh, make you that <laughs> sick that you would die? Uh, this is way too un- unrealistic. But uh, maybe, okay, I take it back. That, uh, that was a uh, speculative fiction at its highest form. Yeah, <laughs> that part is weird. Uh, for, I like the part in that part where so the nanite is flying through the air. We get right. a really nice zoom in on the nanite. They're kind of like little matrix reason, creatures, matrix yeah. naval attackers. And for some reason, it like uh, deploys two like little scissors or sh- like blades. It's like yes. those little chink. Yes, and, and the blades come out. They're the world's smallest I, balls from Phantasm. I have no idea why though. <laughs> the, the blades come out. Um, um, the Josh from Tennessee brings up another good point. This is less food court and more dude court. You're in the okay. food court, ostensibly, officially. But what? Yes. What did you eat while you watched this movie? How did you eat before? What did you eat during? Oh. What, how did you get down with this? Man, this afternoon, um, what I had was I bought some bread and I bought some lunch meat and I bought some cheese and I had a ham and cheese sandwich. It was Swiss. The bread was, for some reason, I was like, I've been eating too much shit. I'm going to buy some really chunky wheat bread. Oh, yeah. So I was just eating some chunky wheat bread. It was just. You didn't go with your usual Iron Kids bread? I wish I had. I should have gone with some bread. So you didn't do anything to take this back to the the multiplex? No. God damn, Sean, I got good old Orville Redenbacher's movie theater butter. Oh. And popped it, you know, just so. I hit that popcorn button, and then you got to listen very closely. Oh, yeah. You gotta get there's once ten to fifteen seconds between pops. That's got to be taken out at that moment. Yeah, and also this kernel. might just be uh, hashtag fat people problems, but uh, one bag is never enough. <laughs> is it not enough? Uh, it might be enough. 
and I have to. But my my old lady's caught on to my shit, so I have to take when I eat two. I have to make sure I take one of the bags and stick it inside the other bag, so it appears that I've only eaten one bag. That's really smart. Yeah, that's that's one of my that's one of my many fat person life hacks. The life hack I forgot was to not be a fat person. That would have been the best life hack of all, right behind the best life hack being don't say life hack. (laughs) Life hacks are good. You need them, especially now. Um, Have have the life hack people stopped doing life hacks now that there's no way to stay alive? Well, yeah. I mean, life hacking, like how you get flesh-eating bacteria off of your, like, cleaning supplies is kind of almost too bleak so i don't i have muted so many i've muted so many goddamn words on my social media it doesn't really it's just like the swedish chefs going bork 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 at me all night long there's really nothing to it uh beautiful but i i think upgrade was like one of the most fun and interesting and genre-tastic movies and i'm really glad that lee wall has decided to make movies like this i didn't think invisible man was quite as good but it certainly wasn't bad no, I like Invisible Man a whole lot, though, and I think we talked about this, the build-up after you've seen Upgrade. Right. You're like, well, okay, I guess I'll see the uh, I'll guess I'll see the next best movie ever. Yeah. Tonight. And it's I think it's just a solid movie and not the best movie ever, which is like uh, uh, mm, but right. I think it's quite good. May I low main? Absolutely. Uh this is like a Kind of a positive low main, if that makes any sense. Um, in my opinion, uh, about thirty minutes in, they drop the best scene on us when he when he first gets his stem powers and lets stem take over. Right, and stem starts doing some Evil Dead two, smashing some glass on his head. Oh yeah, we forgot about that amazing reference. <laughs> oh, so good. He's just smashing his little goody two shoes, <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts killing him, and he damn near tears his head off. In my opinion, that's the best scene in the whole damn movie. Right. And there's plenty of re- other really good scenes, but that one, especially because it's just like the first time you see him truly Hulk out and go fucking wild. Right. You're like, oh shit, this is fucking cool. This guy's a badass. So. Some of the rest is maybe a tiny, the tiniest, miniest letdown. Even though I still love the rest of the movie. Luckily, there's a sweet Outer Limits Twilight Zone twist ending to bring it all ah. back. Ah, uh, yeah. Which there's prob- so much good shit. Yeah, probably the best, uh, the best uh, Outer Limits uh, ending that isn't the hilariously ripped off life ending from that uh, year. Which life li- ending, I still cool. like life. Uh, life rules. St- still like life. It was no upgrade, but um, no. Now we're going to get to a new part of the show. Oh, okay. Rashawn, we've come to the end, and I sent... We, it's, we've come to sentencing. Okay. And I can't believe I still haven't procured a gavel to bang. But we're going to sentence each other and you, listeners, um, to watch a movie for next week, which I'm not sure if we're going to do Monday or Wednesday of next week, but we'll, we'll figure that out. Stay tuned to our Twitter, which is... At Food Court Cast. Okay, and uh, I right? ostensibly run the Instagram account, but I think I forgot how. It's so, okay. Can you run that nope, again? Nope. What's happening? I'll do. The, I don't know the, how. I'll do this Twitch thing. Um, okay, let's do but, Twitch. But uh, so, Sean, I'm going to sentence you. Oh. To a new movie. It's going to be like going to the movies. You're sentencing me to a movie. Yes. Oh, I didn't know we were both sentencing. We're both sentencing. Okay. I'm sentencing you to watch. I believe it's called Extradition, Extraction, Extraction. Okay. <laughs> it is on uh, Netflix. 
Uh, it is from the guy who does the stunts, the stunt director for the Marvel movies for the Russo brothers. It's oh, written okay. by the Russo brothers. I think it's going to have cool action. It stars Thor. Oh, I like And Thor. no other actors because nice. it's part of this new way of making films. Uh, but I think it could be in the same vein. We're going to find out. And by Jove, we're still going to w- keep watching new movies. I don't know what Sean's going to sentence me to, but I've decided to sentence that to him. You can okay. watch on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, get a free trial or something. Join us. Have some fun. I know money is hard to come by these days, but got to spend it on something. you got to get stimulated. Am I right? I do have to get stimulated. May I stimulate you? You may sentence me. And yours. I'm awaiting sentencing. Uh, you're going to have to get, head on over to Shudder. Okay. It's John and I love Shudder. Yes. We love it so much. It's just got all the horror movies you would want to watch. It's got Joe Bob on it. And they, ha- they too, have an amazing free trial going on right now. Just use the code SHUTIN, and you yeah. get 30 fucking days, which is a lot of fucking days. Real quick aside. Go ahead. On Shudder right now is a terrible documentary series called Cursed Films. Terrible? It's really not good. It's brutal. Like, yes, it puts you in such a completely fucked up place mentally because you find out all of the tragedies and truly cursed films there were in the horror genre, which I knew about most of these uh, quote-unquote cursed films, but I didn't know to what degree. Yeah, you get Uh, to see uh, the people who directed them cry about the people who died. (laughs) But if you're like me and you need to just basically torture yourself during this time, check out Cursed Films. (laughs) They're great. Um, But I will ask that you, I think you may have seen this, but we're watching it again, even if you haven't seen it. Would you watch the Argentinian horror film Terrified for me? Ah, And we'll talk about it. Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I started watching it upon your recommendation and had not finished it. So it's that works gonna out well. Fuck you up, bro. It's gonna fuck you up bad. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Like the, it has a great uh, upgrade esque opening scene. Yes. It gets super strange. Uh, we want to, um, before we go, take a couple questions from the chat. Um, okay. Once more, oh, we have a, a sighting from the incredibly named Fat Brando. Uh, but check this out, <laughs> Sean. If you could recast Upgrade, and you didn't have to use. Uh, a Tom Hardy ripoff and whatever actors are about to die. Who plays what? Who plays? Give me the lead role. Give me the tech billionaire and give me the uh, androgynously sexed mustache John Watersian uh, henchman. Okay. Um, so Tom Hardy obviously uh, playing the Tom mine. Hardy part. Okay. All right. I'm on the back foot now. Okay. Um, the tech billionaire would be Jesse Eisenstein. Oh, okay. A little Lex Luthor action. <laughs> playing can, his, playing his Facebook. Right. Uh, and, um, fuck. Oh, shit. This is a really hard one. I hate recasting movies because when I see movies, I think only about the movie and I and my brain is too stupid to think of any other possibilities of the movie. That's right. Just ask that lady behind you. Well, ma'am? <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am? <laughs> Um, okay, who's gonna be who's gonna be killer badass with a mustache? But he's gotta be skinny. No, you skinny. can you can do a different take. Like, I was thinking okay, I was ahead. thinking, is Joe Don Baker still kicking? <laughs> yeah. I love maybe. a good Joe Don Baker henchman performance. Okay. He's one of my favorite henchmaniacs of all time. Let's get Joe Don <laughs> Baker back in there. Okay. Shades of the Charlie Varick Molly character. Very unsettling, it. strange character. That's who I get. Okay. So you don't have to. It doesn't have to be the John Waters of Fett guy. 
Okay. You can get strange here. Okay, let's do... Um, since I think his particular energy would be, uh, perfect for this creepy man, let's throw Nick Cage in there. You know, he needs to be in more movies. Yeah. <laughs> and we need, we need to see him with a mustache. We haven't seen him with a mustache in years. Right. Well, you took Tom Hardy, so I will cast in said Sorry. lead. I mean, I kind of wanted to keep Logan Marshall Green. That's... I get it. I just like him so much in it. I mean, let's do Bruce Campbell. Oh. The only guy who can do that scene better. Let's do Bruce oh, Campbell. He'd be amazing. And then uh, as the tech billionaire, I'm going to go with Tom Cruise from uh, Tropic uh, Tropic Thunder. It's <laughs> a great choice. Well, that'll do it, folks. Thank you for uh, gliding through uh, this first ever episode of uh, Held in Contempt, our, our Twitch streaming show. We're also going to release this as a podcast within the next day or two. Uh, uh, let us know how we can do better. Let us know how better to interact with you guys. We're just getting into that, so I'll try to be a little more chat dedicated next time. But Sean, it's great to see you. I've, I've, it's been uh, it's been horrible living. It's not yeah. been this. It's not been the same. Walking the malls like a septuagenarian, getting weird. It, we when we don't have the malls, it's a very sad time. If Dave and Buster's goes out of business. I'll fucking kill myself. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Alright, no more ham and cheese. The chat says no more ham and cheese. You gotta raise your game, Josh. So with that I say to you, bon appetit. Bon appetit. <laughs>